Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. As you know by now, we love magic on this podcast. It features in big and small ways in many of our stories, and this one is no different. Soon, you'll meet a juggling T-Rex and hear about magical bubbles you can travel around in. But perhaps one of the most magical ideas of all is the toy library. Just imagine a building you can walk into, choose any toy to take away and then bring it back again and swap for another when you're done. I love all types of libraries and think they're a little bit magical. Don't you agree? I hope you like this story. Please let us know what you think by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Now, let's get on to tonight's story, where we join Katie and her little brother Bobby on their first visit to a very special toy library. They borrow a castle and a tub of dinosaurs, and when they get home, something magical happens, and the children are taken on an amazing adventure they'll never forget. This is the Magic Toy Library, Dinosaurs in the Castle. By Gillian Rogerson. It was the first day of the school holidays, and as soon as Katie woke up, she had a feeling it was going to be a special day. Her little brother Bobby ran into the room and climbed onto her bed. He grinned up at her and moved his face closer until their noses were touching. Bobby said, What are we going to do today? I hope we're going to have lots of fun. When you're getting up, I've been up for ages. Katie smiled at her little brother. She could tell by the look in his eyes that he had many more questions to ask her. So she gave him a quick cuddle and said they should get dressed, go downstairs and see if their mum had made any plans for the day. In a flash, Bobby leapt off her bed and raced out of the room. Once the children were dressed, they went downstairs and into the kitchen. Their mum was singing along to a song on the radio and gave them a cheery good morning. Breakfast was quickly prepared and eaten. Katie asked what they were going to do that day. There was a twinkle in mum's eyes as she said, We're going to a very special place this morning. Somewhere we've never been to before. I saw it in town last week and knew it was the perfect place to take you both. As soon as you've brushed your teeth, we'll set off. The children were ready in record time and waited at the front door for their mother. Bobby talked non-stop about where they could be going he was convinced it would be somewhere magical. The family left the house and walked into town. 
The sun was shining brightly and flowers bloomed in front gardens. They came to a stop outside a new shop that Katie had never seen before. The children peered closer at the items displayed in the shop window. Brightly coloured toys nestled in layers of blue, green and purple silk. Sparkling sequins lay scattered on the smooth material. Glittering butterflies and unicorns had been painted on the glass window and they twinkled in the light of the sun. Katie said it looked like a toy shop. Bobby said it looked like a magic shop. Their mother said, Perhaps it's a bit of both. Let's go inside. She opened the door and a tinkling bell sounded out. They stepped into the shop, and to the children it seemed like they had stepped into another world. There were toys everywhere, lined up on shelves, overflowing from boxes, laid out on large rugs waiting for children to play with them. The shop walls were painted in sparkling shades of blue, green and purple, which added to the magical feel of the shop. It wasn't like any shop Katie had seen before. There was something different about it, but she couldn't think what that was. Before she could ask their mother what kind of a shop it was, a woman appeared before them. She had long, rainbow-coloured hair that lay in a plait over her shoulder. She was wearing a flowing dress made out of blue, green and purple silk. Glimmering sequins decorated the hem and the sleeves of the beautiful dress. There was a light dusting of glitter on her cheeks and the sparkle that came from it matched the soft twinkle in her eyes. She welcomed the family warmly, and said her name was Serena Sparkles. Bobby stared at Serena, with his little mouth hanging open. Katie thought Serena looked like a human version of a unicorn, and couldn't stop looking at her either. Their mum said hello to Serena and said, Could you tell my children what kind of a shop this is, please? Serena smiled at the children and said, It's a toy library. You can choose a toy and take it home to play with. And when you're ready for a new toy, bring it back and swap it for another. Bobby was suddenly full of questions. Could they borrow any toy? Any toy at all? And could they take it home, really, and play with it for as long as they wanted? What if he wanted to play with something for days and days, or weeks and weeks? Serena answered all his questions and asked the children if they'd like to look around the shop and pick a toy to take home. The children nodded eagerly. 
Serena spoke to their mother and asked if she'd like to sit for a while and have a coffee whilst the children made their choices. She pointed to a table by the window where a pot of hot coffee lay waiting. At the side of the pot was a selection of books. No one in the family had noticed the table when they'd entered the shop, and the children wondered if Serena was magic. Their mother said she would love to and thanked Serena. She told her children to take their time, and if they needed her help, just call out. The children said they would. Katie and Bobby walked away with Serena to browse the many toys that filled the shop. Bobby looked up at Serena and asked if she was magic. She smiled at the little boy and said, Everyone has magic inside them, even if they don't know it yet. She led them over to some shelves that were full of books and board games. She told them to take their time looking at the toys. Katie loved board games and books. She looked closer at the items on display. Bobby had already decided he didn't want any of them and started to look at the tables next to the shelves. Some of the tables were full of sand and had digging tools too. Other tables had modelling clay on them with moulds in the shape of animals and vehicles. Painting tables were set up with brushes, paints and lots of paper. Serena noticed where Bobby was looking and said he could play with something on the tables whilst he waited for his sister to make a decision. Bobby wandered around the tables. They all looked fun, but he didn't stop to play with any of them. He kept looking around, searching for something else. After a good look at the board games and books, Katie decided she didn't want to borrow any of them just yet and continued to look around the marvellous shop. She soon found something wonderful. So did her little brother. Katie found a beautiful wooden castle that had a drawbridge. She told Serena she'd been learning about castles at school and would love to borrow it. Bobby had found a tub of dinosaurs. He grinned in delight, knelt at the side of the tub and started to play with the toys. He told Serena he loved playing with dinosaurs and could he take them home, please? Serena said of course. She picked up the castle and dinosaur tub to get them ready for the children to take away. The children ran back to their mother. They told her what they'd chosen and asked if they could play with the toys as soon as they got home. Their mother said yes and put down the book she was reading. Serena came over to the family. She was carrying two sparkling blue bags. 
Serena told the children's mother she could borrow the book she'd just been reading and take that home too. Katie and Bobby insisted on carrying the bags and were surprised to discover how light they were. The family thanked Serena and headed home. As soon as they arrived back at their house, Katie and Bobby took their toys into the living room. Their mother settled herself in the armchair next to the window and continued reading her book. Bobby lined the dinosaurs up and began talking to them. Katie got a green rug from her bedroom and put it underneath the castle so that it looked like grass. She placed a blue scarf around the edge of the rug and told Bobby it was a moat full of water. She lowered the drawbridge across the water. She said, I wish I could go inside the castle. Bobby said, I wish my dinosaurs could talk to me. As soon as the words left their lips, blue, green and purple sparkles appeared in the air before them. The sparkles landed on the castle and dinosaurs. The children watched in amazement as the castle grew and grew and grew. Their living room disappeared and they were outside in a large field. They gazed in wonder at the enormous castle in front of them. The sun was warm on their faces and a warm breeze drifted over them. What just happened? Katie asked. Magic, Bobby replied matter-of-factly. Where did my dinosaurs go? They were right next to me. The children looked left and right, but couldn't see the dinosaurs. Bobby said, They must be inside the castle. We have to find them. He raced towards the drawbridge and ran over it. Wait for me, Katie called out. She ran after her brother. They went through the large door of the castle and stopped inside a huge hall. Long tables were laid out in the hall, and paintings of kings and queens hung from the walls. It was a magnificent sight, but the children had all their attention on something else. At the far side of the room was a dinosaur dressed in a red tunic and a pair of yellow trousers. It was a T-Rex, and she was dancing and singing. Bobby said, That's one of my dinosaurs. Let's talk to her. He ran over to the singing animal, and his sister followed him. When the T-Rex saw the children, she stopped singing and waved at them. She said, Hi there. Isn't this a lovely castle? I know your names because I heard you talking earlier. I'm Tina. Would you like to see me juggle?
Katie and Bobby had never seen a real dinosaur before and stared at her without saying a word. Tina picked up some cloth balls and began to juggle with them. She was very good and even managed to juggle with her eyes closed. The children soon got over their surprise at seeing a talking dinosaur, and when Tina asked if they wanted to juggle too, they said yes, straight away. Katie and Bobby were good at juggling, and had a wonderful time with Tina the T-Rex. She even showed them some of her dance moves. Bobby asked if the castle was a magic one. Tina nodded and said anything could happen inside the castle. She waved her hands in the air and three pineapples and six lemons appeared. She began to juggle with them. She told them the other dinosaurs were somewhere in the castle, but she didn't know where they were or what they were doing. Bobby wanted to find the other dinosaurs, so they said goodbye to Tina and started to explore the many rooms in the castle. The children entered the kitchen next and saw a stegosaurus wearing a cooking apron. A chef's hat was perched on his large head. The dinosaur was standing in front of a big mixing bowl. He waved when he saw the children and asked if they could help him with something. Katie and Bobby moved closer and asked how they could help. The stegosaurus pointed to the jars behind him and said he needed flour. Katie passed a flour jar to him and watched as the big dinosaur poured all the flour into the bowl. He gave it a good stir and then asked the children to stir it also. Bobby asked what he was making. The stegosaurus said, A cake. I love cake. Do you like it too? The children nodded, and at that very moment, their tummies rumbled. The dinosaur chuckled and said it sounded like they could do with some cake straight away. The stegosaurus looked at the bowl and said, Abracadabra. A cloud of flour floated up from the bowl. The flour slowly vanished, and so did the bowl. In its place was a huge cake topped with pale pink icing and strawberries. The dinosaur cut three slices of cake and put them onto plates. The cake was in rainbow-coloured layers, and each layer tasted of different fruit. The cake was delicious, and because it had been made by a dinosaur, it tasted even more special to the children. When they'd finished the cake, The children said thank you to the stegosaurus and continued exploring the castle. They stopped at the bottom of some stone steps. 
there was a peculiar rumbling noise coming from somewhere at the top of them. The children decided to investigate the noise to see where it was coming from. As they walked up the stairs, the noise grew louder and Bobby said it sounded like thunder. They followed the rumbles and went inside a large bedroom. In the middle of the room was a huge bed, and inside the bed covers was a sleeping triceratops, who was snoring so loudly that it made the floor of the bedroom shake. Seeing the snoozing dinosaur made the children feel tired too, and they yawned. Katie said they should carry on exploring, because if they stayed any longer inside the bedroom, she would fall asleep too. Bobby whispered, I wonder what dinosaurs dream about. Like magic, a huge cloud-shaped bubble appeared over the dinosaur. Inside the bubble was a moving picture, and it showed the Triceratops ballet dancing across the stage. He pointed one foot high into the air and spun around on the other. The audience who were watching him clapped their hands enthusiastically, and the Triceratops took a bow. Katie smiled and said, We know what the dinosaur is dreaming about. What a lovely dream. They left the snoring Triceratops to his ballet dream and continued on their way. As they walked along the hall, a couple of small bubbles floated toward them. Bobby held his hand out and the bubbles popped lightly against his fingers. More bubbles floated out of a room ahead of them, and the children walked towards it to see where the bubbles were coming from. They came to a bathroom, where a diplodocus was running a bath. It was a huge bath, and it was full of shimmering bubbles. A pink shower cap was on the dinosaur's head. She smiled at the children and said hello. She told them her name was Daphne and asked if they liked the bobbing bubbles in the bath. The children nodded. Daphne, the diplodocus, said, These are magic bubbles. Would you like to see what they can do? The children nodded again. Daphne scooped up a handful of the bubbles and blew them towards the children. Two of the bubbles grew bigger and bigger until they were the same size as Katie. Daphne said, If the children stepped into the bubbles, they could tell it where they wanted to go, and the bubbles would carry them there. 
Katie asked Bobby where he wanted to go next. He didn't know, so she suggested they travel to the cellar, because there could be secret tunnels down there to explore. Bobby liked the idea of that, and said he hoped there would be another dinosaur in the cellar too. The children stepped into the bubbles, and Katie asked to be taken to the cellar. They waved goodbye to Daphne, and were carried smoothly out of the room, down the steps, and over to a wall. A secret door in the wall opened, and the children were taken through it and down more steps. Lanterns fixed to the wall lit up their way. The magical bubbles took the children into a huge cellar and came to a stop in the middle of it. The children stepped out of the bubbles. Bobby placed his finger on the outside of his bubble and made it pop. Tiny specks of blue, green and purple glitter fluttered free from the popped bubble. They twinkled for a moment, and then disappeared. Katie popped her bubble too, and the children watched the glitter sparkle and twinkle before slowly disappearing. The children looked around and saw five tunnels leading off in different directions. Bobby wanted to explore them and asked which one they should go through. A deep voice boomed out. I've walked through four of them so far and can tell you what's on the end of them. A pterodactyl walked out of a tunnel and smiled at the children. He was dressed in a beige-coloured shirt and matching shorts. Hiking boots were on his feet. The dinosaur was holding a map in one winged hand and a compass in the other. He walked over to the children and told them his name was Terry. Bobby gazed at the dinosaur in admiration. Katie introduced herself and her brother. She asked which tunnels Terry had explored. Terry, the pterodactyl, put his map and compass away in one of the many pockets on his shirt and pointed to the various tunnels. He explained how one led to a beach and the other to a secret cave that was full of sparkling gems. The other two were longer, and one had taken him to an underground city and the other to a hidden garden. The dinosaur pointed to the fifth tunnel and said, I haven't explored that one yet. Would you like to come with me? Katie and Bobby said they would love to explore the tunnel with Terry. The dinosaur said they would need lights to help them through the tunnel. He clicked his claws and two floating lanterns appeared in front of the children. Katie and Bobby took hold of them 
and followed Terry through the last unexplored tunnel. Katie and Bobby could feel warm, fresh air on their faces, and up ahead they saw sunlight streaming through the end of the tunnel. They soon reached the end and walked out of the tunnel. The children and the dinosaur were on top of a mountain. They looked out over a vibrant green forest that lay below them. On a hill in the distance was the castle they had been inside just minutes before. The dinosaur clicked his claws and the lanterns vanished from the children's hands. Katie said, How did we get up here? The tunnel was only a short one. Terry the pterodactyl smiled at them and said their imaginations could take them anywhere. Just when the children didn't think their day could get any more magical, Terry said, Would you like a flight back to the castle? There's plenty of room on my back. Bobby and Katie nodded eagerly. The pterodactyl lowered his back and the children climbed on. Safety belts appeared and wrapped themselves around the children. Terry opened his wings wide and took to the sky. The children grinned at each other in utter joy. The dinosaur swooped over the trees and towards the castle. Warm air flowed over the children as they were taken on their magical dinosaur ride. They reached the castle, and Terry came to a smooth landing at the side of the drawbridge. The children hopped off his back and thanked him for the lift. Terry said it was a pleasure, and he hoped they would meet again soon. He said goodbye and flew away. Bobby watched the pterodactyl as he flew further and further away. Then he let out a big yawn and said talking to dinosaurs had made him tired. He asked Katie if they could go home because he needed a rest before they had any more adventures. Katie didn't know how to make them return home, but as she looked at the huge castle in front of them, a thought came to her, and she said, Thank you, castle. Thank you, dinosaurs. It's time for us to go home now. The castle shone brightly for a moment, and then it shrank back to its original size. The children were back in their living room and standing on the green rug. The tub of dinosaurs appeared at the side of Bobby's feet. Bobby put his little hand in Katie's and said, That 
was a great adventure. I knew that shop was a magical one. Can we go back to it another day? Katie nodded and smiled fondly at her little brother. Bobby sat down on the carpet and began to play with the dinosaurs. Their mother looked up from the book she was reading and smiled at the children. She asked if they would like something to eat. Katie said she would like something and offered to help her mum in the kitchen. She turned to her brother and asked if he wanted something too. But Bobby was asleep on the carpet, with some of the dinosaurs cuddled in his arms. There was a gentle smile on his face, and Katie wondered if he was dreaming about the dinosaurs in the castle. She took a cover off the sofa and gently tucked it around the sleeping boy. Katie went into the kitchen with her mum and asked when they could go back to the toy library. Her mum said they could go back any time they wanted to. Katie smiled and thought about the wonderful adventures that lay ahead for her and her little brother.